Hello, welcome back to Sunday School with Westminster Presbyterian Church. Bethany and Ben here with whoa, you. Whoa. This is our last session on our compassion theme. Wow. We're going to be starting something new next week, which I'm going to keep a secret. So tune Ooh. in. It's I don't fun. even know what it I is. I know, it's a well-kept secret. Today, we are going to start with a game called Two Truths and a Lie. Ooh. Maybe you've played it. In case you haven't, what you do is you think about two things that are true about yourself and one thing that is not true about yourself. And you say all three in any order and then whoever you're with has to guess which are the two truths and which is the lie. So Ben's going to do it and then we're going to give you a little time at home to guess and then we'll reveal the answers. Yeah. Alright, so Ben, what are your two truths and a lie right. in any order? In any order, okay. Um. I have fed a cow before. A cow, okay. Um, I have a pet iguana. Iguana, okay. And um, I've fed a giraffe. Oh, all animal related. Yes. When you play this game, it doesn't have to be thematic. Ben went thematic with animals. Okay, fed a cow, have a pet iguana, fed a giraffe. Now you are supposed to decide which are the two truths and which is a lie. We'll give you a moment to think about it. You can pause the video if you Ooh, want. If you need extra moments. Or the podcast. If you're watching with others, you can discuss amongst yourself. Okay, Ben, big reveal. Which one was the lie? The lie was, drum roll, please. <laughs> I do not have a pet iguana. He does not. However, you have fed some interesting animals in your Yes, bag. I have. What do you know? Yeah, no iguana in this house. A dog and a cat. No iguana. No iguana. Thank goodness. We don't need an iguana here. <laughs> All right. So, but that's kind of a surprise. We learned something new about you, something surprising that we maybe didn't expect. And that's kind of what our Bible story is about today. And we learned some surprising things about who perhaps is our neighbor and how we might be called to treat one another. But before we get there, last time with the Whatever You Do song. So, let's just jump right in because hopefully you know it by now. Here we go. Jesus said whatever you do into our story, which is traditionally known as the Good Samaritan. It's one maybe you have heard before. It's a pretty popular Bible story. If you like to follow along in your Bibles, it is Luke chapter 10, verses 25 to 37. It's a little bit longer than our usual stories, but it's a good one. Here we go. A man who knew a whole lot about religious laws came to Jesus with a question. He said, teacher, how do I truly live with God? And Jesus asked him. Okay, let's note here. Jesus often likes to answer a question with another question. And that's exactly Ooh. what he does here. This guy asks Jesus a question, and how does he respond? With another question. Well, what does God's law say? How do you understand it? The man answered him. It says to love God completely with heart and soul and strength and mind. And to love your neighbor like you own, like your own self. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said to him, that's it! Do that and you'll have the life you're asking about. 
Still wondering, the man asked, but who exactly is my neighbor? And in response, Jesus told this story. Another favorite thing of Jesus. When asked a question, he'll respond with a question or he'll tell a story. And so this is his way of answering, who is my neighbor? A man was walking down the road that led from Jerusalem to Jericho when robbers attacked, took his clothes, beat him up, left him lying there, suffering and alone. A priest happened to walk by, but as he came near, he saw the hurt man. So he crossed to the other side of the road. After him, a, Le a Levite, another religious man, did the same thing. So if people were listening to Jesus tell this story, they would expect one of these religious professionals would help, right? But they don't. So then what happens? A Samaritan comes. Now we should know that Samaritans were kind of not real good friends with the Israelites. Um, in fact, that's understating. They were, they were enemies. They didn't <laughs> like each other. So people hearing this story would not expect a Samaritan to do something nice. They're the enemy. Ah, we don't like the Samaritans. They don't ever do anything good. But according to Jesus in his story, a Samaritan came. And when he saw the injured man, he felt compassion for him. He came to the man and treated his wounds and bandaged them. He put the man on his own animal and brought him to an inn where he could be safe and rest while he healed. The Samaritan took care of the injured man. And then the next day, the Samaritan found the innkeeper, paid the bill, and said, Take care of that man. When I come back, I'll pay whatever it costs and more. Nope, I'll pay you whatever more it costs. Yeah, ah, that's how it goes. Okay. Then Jesus asked, Who became a neighbor to the man who was attacked? And the man with the question said, The one who had compassion for him. And Jesus said, Go do that. Mic drop. Mic drop. That's a good mic drop sentence. Ben's learning about those in English. Yeah. All right, so as always, we wonder about the story. Ah, page. We have to find the page with our wondering questions on yeah, it. Yeah, cool. Okay, here we go. I, oh, when you think of a neighbor, I wonder who comes to mind. I wonder how the man in the story felt after he was robbed and beaten. I wonder what the Samaritan was thinking when he decided to help the man in need, even though Samaritans and Jews normally don't get along at the time. Hmm. I wonder what you think was going through the Samaritan's mind. Hmm, that's a good one. Now, most of the people listening to the story would have been enemies to the Samaritans, as I explained while we were telling the story, since the Jews and the Samaritans did not get along. So how do you imagine the people Jesus was talking to felt when they heard this story of a Samaritan being the one to help and reach out to the Jew? I wonder how you would have felt in their shoes. I wonder who you could surprise this week with your willingness to help. Hmm. Remember that we started with two truths and a lie. I was talking about surprising things about people. It was surprising that it was the Samaritan who offered the help, which really means all of us can do that, right? All of us can offer help, not only to those we love, but maybe to someone surprising. 
Maybe to someone who isn't even expecting our help. So one of the things you might do this week, we always like to give ideas for acts of compassion. This is something that we've done at church before, actually, with some of our older kids, is sometimes we create these baggies. We often use oh, yeah. Ziploc bags, and we put non-perishable things in them, like maybe a bottle of water, granola bar. Um, sometimes we include, like, tissue, um, what else do we socks. put in there? Sometimes we put socks in. My favorite is sometimes we'll include a little note, um, like says something simple, God loves you, or you are loved, or have a nice day, or something like that. So, yeah, we just make this little Ziploc, put it in our glove compartment, or throw it in the back seat of the car, and then as you're driving along, if if we happen to pass someone on the side of the road, just like that Samaritan did, you know, often there are people saying, you know, I'm hungry, help me, need some help. You have this bag that you can give them. Here. <laughs> yeah, and it's just a small way to show compassion and show love. Um, but I'm reminded of that in the Good Samaritan story. Um, you know, someone on the side of the road who needs our help, that would be one way to help them. So just one idea. Maybe you might have some other ideas as well. And then don't forget to print out the sheets that your uh, parent or adult in your house will get emailed to retell the story. This one should be a good one to retell. Mom. I actually, I sometimes like to act this one out too. You can walk by the person who's injured. Oh, or you help can, me, help Exactly, me. or you could be I the person dying. who's injured. <laughs> Obviously, Ben wants to be the person who's injured. <laughs> um, and then there's a, a coloring page too, as always. Okay, let's sing, and I'm gonna add our special verse for this week. Jesus said, whatever you do, to the least of my children, that's what you've done for me. Jesus said, whatever you do, to the least of my children, that's what you've done for me. us in prayer please. yes okay as we always do with a compassion prayer we put a hand on our head and a hand on our heart because compassion usually happens in our brains but we often feel it in our hearts mm -hmm. okay dear god thank you for teaching us about the samaritan in our story today dear god thank you for teaching us about the samaritan in our story today who helped someone he was supposed to see as an enemy. Who helped someone he was supposed to see as an enemy. Help us to be kind to those. Help us to be kind to those. We have a hard time getting along with in our lives. We have a hard time getting along with in our lives. And give us 
compassionate hearts and tenderness. And give us compassionate hearts and tenderness. For others we have fought with. For others we have fought with. So grudges don't get in the way. So grudges don't get in the way. Of offering a helping hand to someone who needs us. Of offering a helping hand to someone who needs us. Amen. Amen. Thank you for being with us, and we will join you again next week. Bye-bye. For a new thingy.